Hey fam, this is your girl, Jenny Sushi. As y'all know, I have an affinity for women entrepreneurs, women athletes, just women breaking barriers in male-dominated industries. So I was blessed with an opportunity to interview Queen Herbie, who is an amazing female artist who has been making moves in the music industry. With no real connections in the music industry, her meteoric rise to fame started when she was in the music duo, Carmen, where they released cover songs on YouTube. Um, and yeah, I, I, I was obsessed. I was like, I need to be, I need to figure out how to get to Hollywood and do this thing. Okay. So how old were you? How old were you when you knew you wanted to be an artist? I was a sixth grader. So I was trying to figure this out the other day. It's so long ago now. I'm like... Was I 12, 11, 12, some, something like that? Wow. And did you have any um, family support? Was your, was your mom very supportive with this? Um, I will say yes and no. In, you know, obviously, in, they want the, what's best for me. And on the other side of the coin, I didn't come from any industry connections at all. So I think the part that they were terrified about was that they couldn't help me. Um, so while I had a lot of encouragement on one side, they were also terrified, you know, it was this strange combination. Right. Okay. So, um, what's your favorite job before becoming an artist? Oh, my favorite job before becoming an artist is yeah, but- the Dairy Queen drive through girl. In Nebraska. Yeah, I was even a queen back then. Dairy Queen. In Nebraska. <laughs> In Nebraska, people love blizzards, okay? So I, I just learned so much about people and how to run a business and how like, because now I have my own cosmetics line. So I've, I've always enjoyed having these, I don't want to call it normal jobs. I also had a clothing store job that was really clutch. That taught me a lot about relationships with people that you've never met. You know, um, I learned how to, I learned like personal style there. Okay. Okay. So I actually love those jobs. I also had a job as a wedding singer that taught me a shitload about just about people performing for people, for strangers. Interesting. Wow. And how old were you when you were working as a wedding singer? A wedding singer was, um, shoot. And I did it for seven years. I did it while I was in Boston, finishing up my, my music degree at Berkeley. Oh, Wow. So it was, I must have been, it was my 20s, like 18 through like 22, about until the time that we, my husband and I blew up on YouTube as Carmen. Oh my God. I sound like a hundred years old right now. No, no, no. I love this is we're getting like, we're getting to know the technology. There it is. Yeah. Behind the technology. And I was just going to ask you about that because I know you transitioned from Carmen to Queen Herbie. Was that like... Was that like an issue? I mean, I saw this on Wikipedia. I was looking you up. Was that like a hard transition? Was that a, a huge struggle? Because you're already established. Sure. And then now just picking up and starting over again. And why? Sure. I mean, imagine having, you know, a couple of platinum singles and a big label pushing you, spending millions of dollars and just waking up one day, like not satisfied. I was like, how did we get, how did we end up here? I, I always loved rap and R&B music. How can we take all of this amazing experience and flip it into something that we want. And when I say we, my husband had also realized at the time he didn't want to be like a pop star, like doing choreography. He wanted to be making beats and he, he's a okay. musician. He's uh, he just loves the craft of production and he's even producing, uh, directing my music videos now. So um, 
we both had to, I don't know how we did it. We've been together 15 years now, but we both had to kind of grow and evolve together right. for, it, for it to work. And I think the scariest part was having to let go some of our old team just because a lot of people were telling us, no, don't do it. And I get it. You know, they were terrified, but I learned so much about branding and I got really spiritual. Okay. So I had that to support me too. this new understanding of my truth. And um, I knew it was going to take, you know, what has it been now? Three years of Queen Three Harvey years, yeah. before, before we would get back to a place of, you know, Right. Okay. So with you saying that, um, what's like the emotion or overall emotion that dominates your music now? Mm. And why? Is it like happy? It seemed like I was looking through your Instagram. One of them was like karma. It seems like you're like mm. very spiritual. Very spiritual. And I try not to be preachy because again, I'm, I'm used to sitting in church twice a week and I, I honestly didn't, that wasn't for me. That was not for me, <laughs> but I love, uh, I love the, the themes of transformation and self-worth uh, and confidence because I believe that if you have self-worth or enough confidence, you can literally live your best life, which means that you're in alignment with your talents and you're giving, you're basically benefiting the world rather than taking from it. Yes. Yes. So my, my, my superpower, I think, would be to channel that in my listeners because that's going to be the most fulfilling thing for me to know that they're living their best life and they're happy and they, they feel like boss bitches every single day. That's it for me. No, I love that. I love that. Okay, then one of your – I was kind of going through – I know I'm like one of those forensic <laughs> Instagram trollers, you know. A journalist. I didn't want to go too much. I wanted to ask you some questions. And one of your posts, before I even read the caption, I'm like, ooh, this is like Adam's family meets Cardi B. Hmm. Can you, and I loved it, and I read it, and you're like, Morticia, something. And I'm like, what was the inspiration for that? And was that your idea? Mm, I wish I could take credit for a lot of these ideas are coming from my listeners. Oh, I see. Okay. Like, that, was made, that was actually made by one of my Russian fan clubs. Uh -huh. And it just always blows my mind that even in Russia, even in a country where they don't predominantly speak English, they're understanding uh -huh. my brand and my aesthetic and the energy and they're getting it to the point where like they make a piece of content that I can post that performs better than my content that I, so it's like, it's Oh my God, I'm sorry. So that they made that, that was like an app. Oh my God. I thought you came up with that. <laughs> Oh my god! I need to get. I'm like, this is dope. Oh, Shout out to Queen Herbie Russia. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Okay, wow. Okay, uh, what's the story behind your collab with Buster Rhymes? I knew that was like. Oh wow! So, mind, but I knew it's a long story. Yeah. So ten years ago, ten years ago, my husband and I blew up on YouTube for covering a Buster Rhymes, Chris Brown, Little Wayne song called "Look at Me Now." Remember the really fast one? Because um, I feel like I run in and I feel like I got to get away, get away, get away. But I know that I don't and I don't ever stop because I know I got to win every day, day. See, they don't really, really want to pop me. Just know that you will never stop me. And I know that I can be a little cocky. You ain't ever going to stop me. Every time I come and jig a guy, I said it, then I got to go and then I got to get it, then I got to blow and then I got to shut every little thing that you can think it'd be doing because it doesn't matter because I'm going to do it. Like, he was like, I was like, all I need to do is learn this song and I will have a complete life. And then like 90 million people watched it. 
So that was, that's the history. And that's the reason I wrote a song to pay homage to him because without that, I would not be where I am. Wow. There's my husband. Nick, say hi. You know, I'm in the background. That's I know. Like, <laughs> we have a loft, so it's just like a huge open space. It's like, so where, where are you? Yeah, where are you at right now? Where am I calling? This is downtown Los Angeles, which is such an artsy, cool, creative environment. We, we moved here a year ago, and I'm like never leaving. I love it. I'm just like. Thank I'm, you. I know. It's a vibe. I love it. Yeah, very like French in here. We did like the. It is kind of like the Adams family in here. <laughs> I like it. Up to the my ninth EP. Okay, so the one thing that has worked for us since the beginning is consistency. So dropping every week is the most powerful thing we can do. Even if you have a label, or if you have a publicist, or if you have a marketing team. Uh -huh. um, as an indie artist, I think the struggle is real. Just to get enough eyeballs, you know, and it's hard on uh, social media to watch major label artists getting all these opportunities and we're sitting over here like, okay, let's just try to make more amazing shit. You know, it's, I think that would be our biggest struggle now is, is learning to let go of all the expectation See. and just create because, you know, three years from now, one of these songs could blow up. Look at TikTok. TikTok has songs that are blowing up from from a long time ago and they're just becoming relevant again. Right, right. It's, it's a process. You have to like trust the process. Right. Not overnight. It's, I, I understand. That's and going against the traditional thing, like if you don't, you know, I don't know how much you know about record deals, but they're not usually very favorable to the artist. Okay. So also trying to pioneer this new path of how to make a sustainable and happy life for artists is, is another thing I, I want to do. I, I write a lot of blogs about it on my website because I want my creative listeners to know that they can do it too. Right. Okay. So what would your number one advice be to someone that's new in the industry? Um, my number one advice would be to just start because the biggest thing I see new artists do is, is kind of rest on their laurels and they, they make some beautiful music and they're like, well, I'm probably going to make better stuff. And the answer is yes, you probably will. <laughs> but uh -huh. if you never start the machine of compounding, you know, get a song out, get those 10 new fans, uh -huh. make a relationship with them, keep tabs on them. Uh -huh. um, it still is very much about connecting to real human beings. Because you see all these, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that'll just buy likes and clicks and all this stuff. But it's right, right. never as good as that organic moment. So I always tell new artists, just drop it. If you're not sure, just drop it. You can always take it down. Like we've dropped hundreds of songs. Wow. You know, you think about Elvis. I was, I was researching Elvis. He has like diamond records. He's one of the most listened to artists ever in history. Okay. I can only name like three Elvis songs, okay. you know? So over time it's, it's not as important. It's just to, you've got to just build it. Just start and connect. Yep. This is one of the questions my girlfriends want to know. Uh, what is the craziest thing a fan has ever done for you? Oh, that's a good question. Craziest thing a fan has ever done for you. Okay, so one time when we were on tour, this was back in my Carmen days, uh, because I haven't gotten to tour as Queen Herbie yet. 
which is really sad. Pandemic happened. We were waiting for the right moment, and here we are. Right. But touring as Carmen, there was one city where all of my those people that I talked to one on one developed these relationships over time. They all showed up and like surprised me all because they're all from different locations, but they all flew into one spot. And then during like the last song or whatever, they all held up these huge paper hearts with like different messages. Okay. I was like completely shocked. So they definitely still surprise me all the time with stuff like that. But I love, um, we call it queendom arts. I have a lot of artists, people that draw, paint, sculpt, somebody crocheted a doll that looked like me. I mean, I'm, forever impressed by the talent. Did they send that crochet doll to you? No, I need it though. (laughs) I need it. Cool. Now is it just your face or like a full on body? It was a full doll with glasses. Like they went all out. It's dope. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, you're, you're, you're diving into a pool of energy that you don't, you know, it's weird because it's just through a phone. Um, but we've got it down to this thing now where we even like on my live chats, we'll like charge up our hands and like send each other good vibes. Like we call them like warm healing orbs, you know, like just to see if we can feel each other through the phone. Cause you just never know what people are going through. I've had people say like they cry, you know? Yeah. I believe it is scary to. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. I'm all about um, energies and people have energies. Um, I just started meditating more, you know, during COVID. And mm. I am very, very sensitive to everything. We had one of the BLM um, marches around mm. and I walked out and I'm like, I just, I felt really tearful and I felt a lot of just anger and you yep. know, frustration. And I didn't want to get too inundated to change my energy, but I, I get what you're saying. That's mm. what to do. I like that giving energy through your hands. Oh, it feels so good. And I just want to say what you said is so important. You do have to be able to set up your own boundaries because only you know what, how much you can take in at once. Right, right. And just being mindful of it. Oh, it's so important. That's like when I do say being selfish is so important. I say, what good am I to someone else? if I don't have those boundaries, you know, cause then you're just depleted. And then you talk to somebody and blow up for no reason, make their day worse. It's like, mm-mm. yeah, yeah. And, and, um, just like watching people also and, and I, on social media, sorry to go off on this, but you see them blowing up on some, yes. and then the per they just keep hitting the ball back. One of them, or just like, I'm trying to be more mindful of where I'm act, why I'm acting this way or why I'm speaking and just understanding why that person is acting the way they Right. I feel like a lot of it is social media because they're on their phone and they're believing something a certain way and they believe so much mm. angry and they want to tell or just, they're just reacting. So you've got to understand that. So that's something that we all have to be mindful of. Yeah. We're just, we're just like sucking in everybody, each other's energies. It's huge. And I always, I always say like challenge, try to get like, if somebody's being an asshole, try to give them like love and yeah. just watch what happens. It's the funnest game ever. I know it's just a game, but you will feel so much better. Cause even you get those like cheap payoffs from like snapping back at somebody. But uh-huh. imagine if you were just like, Hey, Hey babe, uh, sorry, you feel that way. I just want to say you're really hot. And then they're just like, what? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I actually really like you and uh, it's interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. Because people feel they can say whatever it is mm. it's up there and it's not really here. You know, that's right. there and that's in here, but it really is in here because people will take that, read that and they start, it's just, it's like picking up negative. It's like gum, negative energy is like yeah. stuck to you. Yeah. You're really just clogging your own pores by feeding into it. So just I clear, love them out, yeah. clear them out, send them a good, like, what is it called? It's like a, like a enzyme and send them an enzyme peel of energy of good energy. And <laughs> everybody has clear skin, girl. You slough all that off. <laughs> I like this. So do you, so how many times a day do you meditate? Do you meditate oh, regularly? I am going to be honest. I do it only once in the morning. I wish that I was doing it more. Uh, all the books I read say okay. that meditation is the key to letting go of like all those toxic and like the key to a happy life and a happy afterlife. I'm reading a lot of crazy books about stuff I wasn't allowed to research when I was young. Right. You know, reincarnation, how the soul never dies. It's like always we're coming yes. back to learn karmic lessons. And I'm like, damn, if we meditate in life, it even makes all those future lifetimes better. Because your soul is just constantly evolving to get closer to God or to source yes. the universe or whatever. So I should be doing more, but every morning I do the Wim Hof breathing exercise. Okay. Because I noticed that it's hard for me to keep my mind focused on meditation. But when you have somebody telling you to breathe, one, two, you like do 30 breaths and you hold it. And that helps me so much. So I know I get at least 10 minutes of like relaxation and stillness every day. One, but the book that you're reading is it uh one soul many bodies have you heard of that that's amazing there's also one called journey of souls which is like a guy that hypnotizes people and and gets the transcript of like what happens when you die it's like oh girl yes why yes. they didn't teach this in school i know i know and also finance they didn't really teach us in school but yeah if, that too <laughs> You're reading like every, like uh, certain accounts of, you know, I mean, it's, there's something to it. So there's more than what we see in this physical world. We know that our energies are affecting everybody and we're all connected. Right, right. I and we're all, we're all at different levels too. You have to be patient and let go. Like a lot of that negativity we don't understand is simply younger souls that haven't processed a lot of these lessons. So if you're not vibing with somebody, it's usually just, you got to let them have their journey. Yeah. I always feel like if I have a situation, but you know what? I'm mindful now and I check myself. So if I feel a certain way about somebody, I'm like, it's not them doing something. Right. It's me being attached to their, yeah. Yeah. yeah like why? Yeah. Because you're a good person. You want to help, but sometimes the best way to help is to let go and just send love. Well, I pray every day to be a better person. I do. I'm like, I work on it. Well, you're killing it. So thank you. So are you. You're you're blessed. So all you're attracting positive, good energies to you. So I believe thank you. Percent. Okay. What is your favorite movie? Wow. I'm gonna have to say it's uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, <laughs> it's like from the late '70s. It's the OG. I was gonna say the old school one, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm very. I'm a whimsical bitch. I love a fantasy. I love candy. I love. Um, the idea of the good, the person with the good soul inherits the chocolate factory and the magic. And um, I've just always loved that movie. It's so dark. And I think that's why they redid it with Tim Burton and um, Johnny Depp. Yeah, it seemed, it was kind of creepy. <laughs> yep. 
Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Mm. See, I've been letting a lot of this go. Let me think. Ooh. This is good. It's, it's showing me how far I've come. Biggest pet peeve. Wow. I'm trying to think what, my husband leaves his socks on the floor sometimes. And I'm always like, this is so stupid. Why do I care so much about this? Something that you have to deal with. Right. I'm like, pick up your socks. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever been kicked out of a bar? No. Thank goodness. (laughs) And well, have you ever taken part in a talent show in high school or elementary school? Yes, I did a lot of shopping mall talent shows, and I usually won, which was fun. Oh, that's how I was like, it gave me so much motivation to keep going, because this game is crazy. You, you always question if you're good enough to, to make it, and it was those stupid like shopping mall talent shows, and I would just come home with my little plastic trophy, like so proud. So your mom, your mom or dad would take you? They would drive me, see? So they did support, uh-huh. but they were always like, now what do we do with all these plastic trophies? It was a joke for a long time. That's so cool. Yeah. How many do you think you've done? Ooh, I mean, they had this whole, they were killing it in, where was that? I think it was like Hastings, Nebraska. They were killing it. It was called Galaxy of Stars, and they had this fabulous Nashville woman that was you know, like these state fair type of vibes, girl, right next to the cow shows. Uh-huh. I was like singing my, um, what was I singing? Christina Aguilera. Like I was doing it. I was doing yes. it. I was doing too much. I came with like my sparkle and my mom would take me shopping and help me find like sparkly tops. Like they, they really, they really did support. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was probably like, shoot, a dozen or so talent shows. Uh-huh. So are you a cat or a, da- or a dog person? I'm a dog person. Okay, cool. Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. Okay. They are so fluffy. I think they're having a nap right now. Luna. <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping. She's like, you see her like right there? Oh, yeah. Black ball of fluff. Yes. Hi, baby. They're so, this is their nap time. But I love cats, too. I think cats are so cute, but Nick is allergic. I'm allergic to cats, but I have a hairless cat. They're kind of cute too. Those are majestic. Life advice for anyone. Anyone else treat anybody? Life advice for anyone. If you ever feel stuck in a rut, just pretend you're an alien that just landed on Earth. So if you ever feel like depressed or, you know, you're, you, you feel yourself spiraling into like anxiety... Okay. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll be like, oh, like pr- really pretend that you're an alien that's not from Earth and you're just looking around and seeing things for the first time and touching things and smelling things and tasting things. It's like a way to bring all of your senses forward and appreciate the moment and appreciate stuff that you overlook. Uh-huh. So I always think it's so funny if you're like, uh, like I'm an alien now and like it just distracts you from the bullshit. Yeah. And makes you really appreciate because otherwise we miss the little, it's the little things. Right. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just like pretending to be an alien, but it, it works for me. So you've never read that anywhere. You just, this is something from within. You're like, just pretend you're seeing something for the very first time and, and appreciating it. 
Girl, I must have read it somewhere. <laughs> I've been reading. I have like 12 books right now I'm reading. It's, uh -huh. it's probably in one of these books. Ugh. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great one. I love, I love, you know, life. I love this question because, you know, a lot of people say, you know, never give up. Don't mm -hmm. negativity. Blah, blah, but that was the first time. I heard that. If you're ever stuck, girl, just pretend you're an alien that just got to earth for the first time. Imagine how shook you would be. I know, First of all, like <laughs> just breathing oxygen because other planets don't have like the same like air composition uh-huh you're like oh my god like this is so crazy and then you like sip coffee for the first time oh just makes you appreciate <laughs> <laughs> if you can lose yourself that deeply i don't know no, i love i love that <laughs> you, like even you start dressing differently you're like oh if i was the alien i would just wear this like feather boa out to starbucks like you're not speaking it to anybody you're like what did you say yeah and do my makeup different <laughs> yeah okay where do you see yourself in 10 years oh wow in 10 years i will have built uh an empire out of my brand queen with a v has trademarks across the board we're gonna expand we're gonna do everything that i'm interested in and we're going to help other people build their ideal lives I like that. yeah just love and inspiration yep i love it can you describe your life in one word happy i like that it's a tough one some people are like what does it mean i'm not happy all the time but i have a lot to be happy about Okay, so if you could invite three people, dead or alive, to sushi. Do you like sushi? Love sushi. Okay, if you can invite three people to sushi, dead or alive, who would it be? Wow. Well, first, I'd want to see if Walt Disney would even like sushi. <laughs> he probably wouldn't because he's, like, from Missouri or something. But I, I, I took my parents to sushi for the first time, and they were just, like, mortified. Um, I know. And I can't live without it. Like we, my husband and I get sushi once a week at this place right across the street. Um, so it's me, Walt Disney, um, okay. because I love how he, you know, came from nothing in the Midwest, built this crazy, people were like a theme park, bro. He just went all the way there. He inspired yeah. millions. Um, I have a lot to ask him. I have, uh, I have to invite Oprah because I just want to be in her aura. For like an hour like yeah i wouldn't even say anything i would just be there like you know watch her take phone calls and see what she eats and stuff yeah i yeah. admire her so much yeah um who would the third person be maybe marilyn monroe because she's so complex mm. and interesting to me her story and um i recently like found her skincare regimen or like the skincare that she used and like so it's just interesting to me how um, she, how she, her, her legacy, how she's been remembered. And I'm curious, I would be curious to ask her if that's what she was aiming for or right. I want to know what happened too. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories about her. Right. How old was she when she took her life? She took her own life, right? Or do we- Took her life. We don't know. Um, yeah. It was like a botched crime scene, but I think she was 36. Yeah. 30 something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, okay, so before we go, projects you're working on that we should keep an eye out for. You said you have like a product line coming out? Oh, girl, yeah. This is the lip, uh, the lip that I have on today. It's got my little logo on there, the dragons. Queen, it's just queenstudio.com. Beautiful packaging. Thank you. I should send you some of this because we do like little PR things. And do you wear lashes? Can't even tell. I do. I do I, all the time. Yeah, I have. I, so pretty. Yeah, thank you. I actually had to cut them like in the center because my eyes are whoop, no, this way. We have, oh my God, we have such beautiful lashes too. So lips and lashes was my focus and you can shop that Queen Studio. We're about to drop a bunch of eyeshadows too, which I'm excited for. Exciting. I love it's fun to make a music video and be like, listen to the song and then be like, also the makeup is for sale over here, you know, rather than t-shirts and mugs. Well, makeup is huge. Everybody loves, I love makeup. Like my, one of my big hobbies is to go on YouTube and watch the YouTube tutorials. Yes. Live makeup, like primer was a game changer. And then the spray that you spray afterwards, lashes. Yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. Who do you watch on YouTube? Who is your faves? Okay, so Brittany Bear. Because she's got okay. those set eyes. And then Great. Sarah. I think it's her Instagram is I love Sarah. I, I love Sarah. Oh, I love her too. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a Filipino. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, and I love Nikita Dragon. She's brilliant. I, I had no idea that she had transitioned. I just remember, because I love Asian girls. I was like, oh my God, this is a hot Asian girl. I'd follow her forever. And then I saw a video of her crying. And I'm like, what is she crying about? I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't know. You know, she was transition i don't know the term but she transitioned to you know from male to female yeah that's my friend she's she is a force to be reckoned like she's yeah. about to, i mean she's already building her empire but she yeah she's over here hanging out every once in a while we talk music fashion very good soul yeah i love that so like attracts like yeah well i think so i hope so if i if that's yeah i guess your friend group really does speak for you so i'm i'm Happy with that. I love it. And just, I mean, just us jibber-jabbing really quick. I could, you just open, you're hitting the ball back, and it was just really easy. Um, thank you for chit-chatting with me. I really appreciate it. I'm just feeling very grateful. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? So we're going to be looking out for your makeup line and just following you, and then I will also put your name in your I know. I was like, I need to stalk you. What is your handle, babes? Oh, my God. So Jenny with the Y and then Sushi with an E. Perfect. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a sushi chef. So I'm actually a female sushi <gasps> chef. That's why the last name Sushi. I love that. And you're so hot. Thanks. It's called uh, Filters. And Stop. Not true. Oh, my God. Look at this. <laughs> this rainbow situation. <laughs> Thank you. That's crazy. So, like, I started, uh, you know, so I'm a you know, sushi chef. And then I became, you know, I started doing catering. And then my girlfriend was the one like, hey, you need to start doing naked sushi. And it's not me. I'll do like a female and a male model. And we do like red carpet events. It's more of like the cocktail hour where they'll come and take pictures and have a couple bites of sushi. So that's how, you know, um, eyes, you know, became to the business. And then just like catering or being a sushi chef in like the food industry, it's very physical and backbreaking. So sure. to see how I can expand. And then I was doing like red carpet interviews and I always love just chit chatting with people over food. We should be eating right now, but that's how that goes. I love it so much. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Cause I will stalk you and put some inappropriate comments down every once in a while. Just feel free to ignore, <laughs> but I would love that. I would love that. Dude, I would love to have you come on. We can tell me what ingredient, uh, 
type of fishes you like and I could um, make up a custom create a sushi recipe for you and then oh you my try to make it. That would be a, that would be great. Let's do that. I would love that. I need some more female. I need some more like women energy around me. So good. So good. Yes. Well, well I followed you. you. So DM me anytime. Yes. I have no shame, girl. <laughs> no shame. No shame either. Yes. Freedom. I'll be Freedom bugging you. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. You too, sweetie. Okay, bye.